I'm Rachel. And I'm Angie. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the, the Millennials Talk Shit Podcast. And I know it's long gone and there's nothing else I could do. And I forget about you long enough to forget why I needed to. <laughs> Welcome to another episode, you guys. Woo, Taylor Swift special. As you can tell by that nice little serenade that we just decided to open with. I can't believe that you're getting all of this for free, you guys. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, going back to, like, our regular schedule. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift in general. We're going to talk about how her music has um, made an impact in our lives. And, you know, most of you know us perfectly. And y'all mm-hmm. know that we are absolutely obsessed with Blondie, a.k.a. Taylor, a.k.a. <laughs> Tay-Tay, a.k.a. T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle. My favorite one is Blondie. Which one? I haven't heard that one before. Really? Everybody calls her Blondie. Yeah, no, my favorite's T-Swizzle because I remember that I forget what the the song was, but it's like, it's been so long since I've heard it, but it was something about how she did a song with T-Pain. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That's so funny, though. It was when she was in her country era. Yeah. Wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, it was, she was still pretty young. I don't think she was close to doing her um, pop stuff yet. Yeah. Well, anyways, as you all know, obviously, Taylor Swift is the music industry. And, <laughs> and God, <laughs> she's also God. Yes. So anyways, um, Rachel and I are absolutely obsessed with Taylor Swift because I mean, personally, and I, I feel like I actually can talk about, um, about this, like as of both of us, like how much her music has made this huge impact in our lives because mm-hmm. she has some of the best songs like ever in history. In my yeah. opinion, I think she's the next Freddie Mercury. Like, she is an amazing composer, um, an amazing songwriter. And, you know, her Grammy is, like, you know, like, fucking show, you know, that, like, she is a fucking, she's a fucking god with, when it comes to music. Yeah. And um, that's why we wanted to talk about uh, Taylor Swift with you guys. Um, Taylor Swift has also been a huge part of our friendship, right? Yes. Um, it's, it made us, like, be really close. And uh, every time we take a road trip, we're listening to Taylor Swift the whole time. So yeah. let's just dive in into, mm-hmm. you know, the, her albums and see what's the things that we like about her and whatnot. I mean, I don't think there's a one thing that I don't like about her. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I don't like about her is how perfect she is, but... I know, right? <laughs> I don't think there's anything that I actually don't mm. not like about her. Yeah. Except the fact that she's too perfect and she needs to save some talent for the rest of us, but... I know. That's a, that's a different story. <laughs> I know. So let's start with, um, you know, her albums. She has, mm. let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine albums out there without, you know... Um, counting the Taylor's version ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because those are basically re-recording. the same. Yeah, yeah, it's not new. Yeah. So, um, as, well, probably you guys already know about this, but she went in through, like, into this, like, huge... 
fight with Scooter Brown, which is um, Justin Bieber's and Ariana Grande's uh, manager. He mm-hmm. bought this, like, um, what is it, like a record label? It mm-hmm. is, it is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. And basically, Taylor lost the rights of her music, or not lost it, but like, she, like, artists actually don't own, like, own their music, you know, own their music. Um, they have to, like, buy it, kind of, like, the copyrights and all that stuff. I don't really know the terminology for that. Um, yeah. I think that's you get the point. Yeah, you get the point. So, she offered this insane amount of money to purchase, you know, her albums that she recorded with uh, Big Machine Records, and uh, she got denied. So, she was very upset that she couldn't, you know, own her own music, which is understandable. Can you oh, imagine? Yeah. Like, having those sales and having, like, those, like, world tours and all that stuff that she's Yeah, done. I couldn't imagine how having that much success, and you don't own any of it. Right? That is insane. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's start with Debut, you know, the first album that Taylor released. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, let's see, what, what year was it? It was 2006. Oh. I was 10 years old. So you were nine. Yeah. Jesus. We're so young. I wasn't even in the double digits yet. Oh, <laughs> that is so cute. Well, that was Taylor's um, first album, you know, back in, um, back in the 06. <laughs> the 06. <laughs> um, I love that album. Personally, I feel like she, her voice sounds so young mm-hmm. and is over I here. I mean, because she is or yeah. was. Yeah, how old was she? Was how old was she? Twenty sixteen. What was it? Mm, sixteen years old. Wow, she's old. <laughs> <laughs> sixteen. Sixteen years old. Wow. 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 Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, this album is just amazing. My favorite song from that one. Uh, I think it's it's a little tough, but I think it's pictured to burn. You know, like <laughs> you know, it's such a good like ex, you know, exes song. Like mm-hmm. to talk about your ex and talk about like, oh, you're nothing to me anymore. You're just a picture to burn, mm-hmm. bitch, burn. <laughs> I love that fucking song. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your favorite song from that album? Uh, I would probably say "Teardrops" on my guitar because that was the first Taylor Swift song that I heard ever. Oh my god! Was that one? How so can you that remember one. Remember that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where it just sticks in your mind. I think because I had such an impact, you know, without even realizing it. Yeah. That I mean, that was just the first Taylor Swift song I heard ever. Yeah. So it has a special place in my heart for that reason. Oh my gosh. And then the next one that she released was Fearless. That's one of my all-time favorite, like. Taylor's albums. Um, that was released in 20, 20, not even 20 because it was like 2009. Yeah. <laughs> 2009. Okay. We have to talk about Fearless. With Fearless, I was what? I was 13 years old probably. And let mm-hmm. me tell you that that was like the peak of my puberty. Like, Mm-hmm. I remember listening to Fearless and like the, the album itself, you know, the name is Fearless. Mm-hmm. I remember it would make me, I mean, it's so like cheesy though, but it would make me feel like I could accomplish anything in the world, you know, mm-hmm. listening to Fearless. Yeah. I fucking love that album. And, uh, you know, she re-recorded this one, which was the first one that we got the re-recording uh, version with the songs from The Bolt. 
from the vault. So we have Bye Bye Baby, Don't You, That's When, um, We Were Happy, Mr. Perfectly Fine, which mm -hmm. is for Joe Jonas, um, You All Over Me. The, all those songs that weren't released on that album, you know, they just didn't make the cut. Mm -hmm. But now Taylor re-recorded this album and released these songs. They are like a million years old, you know? <laughs> so it's unbelievable. So I honestly, it's so hard for me to pick my favorite song from this album. I think this album was the one that made me be a Taylor's, Taylor's fan. I love Fearless, I love 15, Love Story, Hey Steven, uh, You Belong With Me, come on. That's iconic. Iconic. Um, the Way I Loved You, woo, sheesh, <laughs> I would cry to that song all the time. Change, bitch, oh my gosh, I fucking love that song so much, Forever No Waste, and um, I have to say from the, from the vault, you know, the new ones. Mm-hmm. Mr. Perfectly Fine is just one of my favorite songs ever. Like, Joe Jonas, like, yeah. How's your heart after breaking my eye? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is yours, Ray? Oh, my gosh. That, uh, I mean, once again, You Belong With Me is iconic. Yeah. Um, love Story, iconic. But I would say probably 15. Oh, if I had to pick one. one. Yeah. Do you remember, like, in the Grammys... I don't remember what year, mm -hmm. but in the Grammys, it was her and Miley, like back in the day, like back oh, in Hannah yeah. Montana days, they played that song. They performed that song in the Grammys. Mm -hmm. It was acoustic. It was like so cute. Aw. <laughs> okay. Then moving on, we have one of my favorite albums in the whole world. Speak Now by yes. Miss Taylor Allison Swift. This was released on 2010, just a year after Fearless. Wow, she was not resting. Mm -mm. Wow. I freaking love this album. I swear I can't, I cannot wait for the re-recording of Speak Now. It's, ah, I'm, I'm dying. Um, There's so many good songs uh, from this album. I feel like this is where she kind of like switched to pop. Well, probably not that much, huh? Because I was kind of like in red, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think Red was where it was just, this is a purely pop album. That is true. But I feel like Speak Now was kind of in a... Yeah, still a banjo over yeah. there. Like some... Yeah, you're right. You're I think right. It, was, it was less, you know, like country country for her. But it wasn't full on pop either. I feel like it was more like pop country. You know what? Yeah, I'm looking at the songs here right now. Um... Mine, obviously, such a good song. Sparks Fly, one of my all-time favorite songs in the whole world. Back to December, Taylor Lautner. How do you say Lautner? How do you say he's laughing? So, Lautner? okay. I saw this video on TikTok uh -huh. of we've been pronouncing certain celebrities' last names wrong. <laughs> it's So we always called it Lautner, right? Lautner. But there was a video of him going, this is Taylor Lautner. What? Yeah, I don't know if it's Lautner. like a I don't know if it's a Mandela effect or he just like let people pronounce it wrong, but it's Lautner. Lautner. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of easier, no? I mean, I just find well, it weird that we've yeah. just been saying it wrong and he like Yeah. You know, they forget other celebrities, but I remember that one the most was like it's not Lautner, it's Lautner. I was like, "What?" Wow. Okay, well, moving on. Anyways. Back to December. Speak now, obviously. Don't say yes, run away now. Love that song so much. Dear John, 
Dear John, are we going to talk about Mr. John Mayer? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then, obviously, I was going to say here that we were talking about the country, you know? Mm -hmm. She has mean. Someday I'll be living in a big old city. And all you is mine. That's absolutely country, bro. Yeah. That is well, so I was thinking country. more so the album as a whole, not necessarily each song individually. Yeah. Um, because then my all-time favorite song from this album is Better Than Revenge. Oh my gosh. Fuck which yeah. is not as country as the other ones, I feel like. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. also... What, another song that has... Because this was the album that converted me to be a Swifty. Hell yeah. Back in, like, late, like, middle school, early high school days. Um, that I was so much of a Swifty that I used to make lyric videos on YouTube. Oh my god. And one of the ones I made was for this album, or one, you know, one of the songs from this album was Long Live. Long Live. And that video... Last I saw has like three and a half million views. Oh, <laughs> where's that energy now in the podcast? <laughs> um, but yeah, that one, that's another one that has a special place in my heart. But like, I was just screaming at the top of my lungs, better than revenge. Like I was obsessed with that song. I still am. You know what is such a good song? It's kind of funny, you know, to realize it now that it was like kind of like misogynistic and mm -hmm. it is, but you know, I feel like at the same point, at the same time. You know, it's a classic, and we know that Taylor has grown, and she was just a teenager when she wrote all of the songs, and, like, mm -hmm. I think it's valid for people to feel the way that she felt, and, you know, for us to understand our feelings with um, Better Than Revenge, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, moving on. Well, speak now, which one is your favorite? You said Better Than Revenge? Yeah. I think mine, wow, this is a very difficult mm. choice, though. I think mine is in between Back to December, Sparks Fly. Speak now and mean. Such a good oh enchanted mm -hmm. too. Please don't be in love with someone else. Oh my gosh, I fucking love her so much. Yeah. Oh, I just saw Never Grow Up. Wait. Ah Never Grow Up is good, but it's just way too like in my feels, you know? I, I know, know I think that's why it. I was just like uh, I don't know if I can handle me it. Memory just unlocked. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, then moving on we have ha ha ha. Red. Mm. Red in 2012. What an iconic album. Yes. You know, it's kind of funny to like understand that Red didn't win album of the year at the Grammys, you know? Yeah. She won with Fearless. She was not nominated with Speak Now, but she was with Fearless and she won. Mm -hmm. Um, Red, she was nominated, but she didn't win. Um, Daft Punk won that mm -hmm. year. I think Red was kind of, like, misunderstood at his time. Because um, mm. it was when Taylor was transitioning from, you know, being the little girl, the little girl, uh, country girl, you know, mm -hmm. and being like, hey, I'm 22 years old now. I'm a grown-ass woman. I know what I want. I know that I write songs, and mm -hmm. I'm putting this out, and I want to do pop. And she did it flawlessly. Yes. This is a pop album. Mm -hmm. and, but I think, like, people people, people judge too fast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was very misunderstood, you know? Um, we start this album, well, we're gonna, you know, obviously talk about Red Taylor's version. Because, girl, Red Taylor's version broke every single motherfucking record 
on the charts like this past year when it was uh re-released or re-recorded you know yeah with the 10 minute version of all too well no 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 like i'm telling you this is this is beyond like red is such a flawless album we start obviously well there's so many songs in this album but i want to start with i knew you were trouble mm -hmm. you know this is this single is when she was like bitch i am making pop and you're gonna like it do you remember <laughs> how the radio was back then yeah this song? it was everywhere mm -hmm. and it's still a bop yeah and then obviously we have all too well the 10 minute version oh my gosh like if you've ever been through a breakup or if you ever been gaslighted or manipulated i think all too well is like the the fucking national anthem for like mm -hmm. all of us it made me understand my breakup so well you know mm -hmm. and he's just she just delivers like flawlessly like how she did with the with the uh short film you know mm -hmm. with dylan o'brien and sadie the girl from uh stranger things That she made you feel what she felt when she was going through this breakup. Yeah. We started the podcast, that we started the episode singing to this song because yep. Rachel and I won't shut up about like talking about this song mm. for the rest of our lives. No. <laughs> Then obviously we have 22. Such a great song. Uh, we're never ever getting back together. <laughs> amazing song. speaking of songs that are anthems <laughs> right? something right. that i just realized too is that this album came out in 2012 yeah it's turning 10 this year because <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> wow. i just looked up when it came out Same and it came years. out on october 22nd so we will have to do something for that for oh the gosh. 10 year anniversary we're throwing a party mm -hmm. and you know the new the new songs that that they were like from the vault that she released The very first night, I wish I could fly. Oh my gosh, such good song. Mm -hmm. you, oh, I bet you think about me with the new, uh, with the new video that she uh, dropped with um, Blake Lively directing it. Mm -hmm. Not the wedding with Miles Teller. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <this bitch. laughs> Masterpiece. Anyways, which one is your favorite song from the Red Album? Okay, so for me, it's getting a lot tougher because these songs I know a lot more by heart because this was when I was really And still heavily sleeping. into her. Um, uh, it's like picking your favorite child. Because <laughs> each one I like for a different reason where it's like, you know, you have the feel song. You have the one that you scream at the top of your lungs. Like, yeah. You have the one that you just dance to, but... <laughs> I think I'm going to go with I Knew You Were Trouble. Oh, wow. It's such a good song. Yeah. For me, I have to go, have to go with All Too Well. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continuing or... Um, rundown on taylor's discography yes. 1989 <laughs> this one i vividly remember because i was in high school and one of our like i don't remember if it was like a prom or homecoming or something it was some school dance and it was new york themed and as we were walking in there playing welcome to new york, welcome to new york. so that's the one where i have 
a vivid memory of this song. Yes. On 1989, it was such a fun era in Taylor's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the haircut, you know, the haircut that she had, like, very, yes. very short and the little, like, the bangs, you mm-hmm. know, going on the side. And all the colors, all the lights. And let me tell you, the tour that she had with 1989, remember that the World Tour or the Stadium Tour? I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But every single show, she brought a celebrity. She brought Shawn Mendes. She got... Um, even Ellen DeGeneres was like yeah. with her Kendall Jenner and like Gigi Hadid and like I I thought it was fantastic mm-hmm. honestly that she brought people like even Wiz Khalifa and yeah all these people yeah and I think it's really interesting that she picks such a diverse group of people yeah and some of them not even singers like you said like Ellen like she is you know the farthest thing from yeah a singer yeah <laughs> but it's still you know. A celebrity in her own right, although with the recent things, and you know, we're not going to go there today. But, <laughs> we're go there today. you know, at the time, yeah, she you was know, loved. yeah, and still was up until very recently. So that is so true. But I want to start with style. <laughs> bitch, Harry, that's my ringtone. Harry motherfucking styles, <laughs> bitch. That's, that's my ringtone. Like, if you call me, you yeah. can hear, you got the jeans, dream, mm. dream. I know. I know, honey, style, like, well, this album delivers, though. Like, she goes mm-hmm. with blank space, style, out of the woods. This is great. We have Shake It Off, um, Wildest Dreams, Say You Remember Me. Love it. Love it. Bad Blood. No, no, no. That's Reputation. No? Yeah, that's Reputation. No? I'm looking at it. Shows it on here. Yes. No way. Yeah, look. <gasps> it is! You're right! <laughs> She had that feud with Katy Perry back then? Yeah. In 2014. Oh. Well, it was probably in 2013 because the song came out in Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah. that makes sense. Now that I think about it, yeah, because she went from Katy to Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's a natural transition. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? But I, I have to talk about the the very last song in here. Neo Romantics is my latest. Um, mm-hmm. um, how do you say mm-hmm. my latest, like obsession yeah i fucking love new romantics so much um and then we go to the bad bitch era reputation bitch reputation what do you think about the whole feud with kanye i mean at first it was one of those things that i thought was fabricated oh really yeah because i thought it was like something that they were doing to like oh we're gonna you know, start this thing and then we're all going to get famous kind of, you know, it's like we're going to get people talking about us and, you know, some kind of like marketing scheme or something. But obviously that's not true as far as I know. Um, But yeah. You know, something that I've learned from that is like, remember how Kim Kardashian like leaked the the phone call the voicemail or not voicemail but yeah the recording yeah Mm -hmm. and you know it was so bad because like honestly loki like i i I liked uh kim kim kardashian like she's whatever right Mm -hmm. but like loki i was like kind of disappointed that she did that because like where is like the girl supporting girls like you know Mm -hmm. vibe like yeah you don't do that and look now she's getting divorced from kanye and kanye's being a psychopath and she's mm-hmm. paying all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. She ruined, like, Taylor's 
um, life and career for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know anything about Taylor Swift for about a year or maybe even more. Yeah. And uh, she came back with Reputation. She delivered. Mm-hmm. She the, Reputation is such a good album. Yes. I feel like it's a little bit underrated because of like people thought that she was doing out of like, oh, I have all the attention on me, so I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she didn't do it that way, that she did it more like, you know what? This is happening to me. Might as well turn it into art. Mm-hmm. And she did. Yeah, I think people were just looking at the timing but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what the intent was. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then we ended up with this amazing songs, uh, Ready for It. Such a great song. Uh, Endgame, I Did Something Bad. Don't Blame Me. I feel like this this album was also the first album that she got a little sexual. You know? Yeah. And then she started like, for instance, Don't Blame Me. It's incredibly sexual. Mm-hmm. Delicate. I fucking love Delicate mm-hmm. so much. And she dedicated this song to Joe Alwyn, you know, the the guy that she's currently dating. So yeah. Look What You Made Me Do. Oh, yes. An amazing, incredible song. Um, So It Goes. I don't like Gorgeous. I think Gorgeous is a little boring, but it's great, you know. Getaway Car, amazing. Mm-hmm. King of My Heart, amazing. Such, such great songs. Um, If I can pick my favorite one from this one, I will pick Delicate for sure. Oh, see, my instinct is to go with "Look What You Made Me Do" because that's like the easy one to go with because it's, you know, the song of the album. Because I feel like every song or every album has like that one song. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with "Getaway Car" for oh, this one. Such good song, such yep. good choice. Mm-hmm. Now we jump all the way to 2019 with Lover. the Lover era. <laughs> This album is a fucking masterpiece, bro. Mm-hmm. Love this album so, so much. This is the yes. first album that she owned, that she, like, mm-hmm. you know, released on her own. Um, Cruel Summer, amazing song. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think it's very, very simple to pick my favorite song from this album, and it's Lover. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, it's perfect. I love that song. I love everything, all the references that she uses to her actual relationship, and I fucking love it. What about you? Ooh. See, once again, Need to Calm Down is like, not necessarily the obvious choice, but kind of, but the, also the emo side of me is like, go with me because it has Brendan Urie on it, but... You know what? You're going to hate me, but on popular opinion, I think me is not good. I don't like it. I mean, I could be biased just because like mm-hmm. they're on it together, but I think... I'm going to come out of left field and say Cruel Summer. Oh, Cruel Summer. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. Okay. And now we have 2020. Everybody's folk- favorite year. <laughs> Folklore. Ah, uh, 2020 is a great, great year because she released this album. I mean, it was a good year for music. It just wasn't a good year for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> for humanity, it was horrible. Uh, but music, it was okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, artists didn't really have anything better to do but just sit, you know, and make music. So, yeah. Like- Folklore is my all-time favorite album in the whole entire motherfucking world. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Red. Yeah. In a sense where it's like the her now version of it. And also for me, Red is like my go-to like album to listen to in the fall. Yeah. 
because I feel like it has a very strong fall vibes and I feel like this does too. Mm-hmm. So I just love them for that reason. It's just like, it's just that nice, like warm hug next to a fire with like your blanket or your cardigan. <laughs> 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 like it just gives off those vibes. Like it's a very, I mean, even the album cover is literally like yeah. a forest. Yeah. So very, I feel like it gives awesome. off that like vibe. So I have to talk about folklore for like the next like 30 minutes. Um, okay. <laughs> folklore is such a perfect album. The fact that she wrote this album out of a, you know, fictional like, like history, like, you know, like she is, it's not about her. That's what she says. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the fact that she says it's not about me, it's not about my experiences, it's not about like what I've done. <laughs> makes it all about her, you know? It's like, <laughs> I can totally see everything that she is in every single song. Mm-hmm. This album is so beautiful, so perfect, so, like, wonderful, so flawlessly made. Um, you, We all know it won Album of the Year um, last year, you know, Folklore, amazing. Um, let's start with this. We have The One, such great song. Have Cardigan. Amazing song. Iconic. The Last Great American Dynasty. Girl, this was my favorite first song um, from Folklore. Mm-hmm. What a great song. Exile. Exile. Like, you, like you know, if you cannot afford ter- therapy, you can listen to Folklore. <laughs> and I promise you. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's going to help you. Like, My Tears Ricochet, Jesus Christ. Mirrorball. Mirrorball, like, gets me in my feels. So, you know what? We need to make a whole episode about Folklore by Taylor Swift. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just have so much to say about it. Seven, August, This Is Me Trying, Illicit Affairs, Invisible String, Mad Woman, Epiphany, Betty, Peace, Hoax, The Lakes. Like, every <laughs> single song in this album is so perfect. This is an album that I can literally not pick my favorite song from it. Like, I just can't. I just can't. This, yeah. this al- I want to tattoo the whole album on my back. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a favorite song from uh, Folklore? Yeah, I feel like for me, this one's a little bit easier. I would say I'm still torn between Cardigan and Exile. No. But I'm not as torn as you were. You know, you're torn between the whole album. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say Exile, honestly. Oh, Exile is such a good song. Yeah. That's Ashley's favorite song from Taylor too. Nice. Um, okay. And then the last one that we have right now is Evermore, which is the Forgotten Child. Taylor doesn't acknowledge this album at all. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because it's such a great album. It's nominated for the Grammys this year as well. Um, it's going against Sour from Olivia and you know, a bunch of other great albums too, but you know, something in my heart, low key in my heart, I would love to see her win. With, yeah with uh evermore mm-hmm. um such a good album too i cannot pick a favorite song but i can tell my favorite ones you know it goes willow champion problems gold rush um tolerated is a good one too nobody no crime uh, feature in heim um what else do we have dorothea is a good one ivy is a good one long story short it's a fun one that you know i played on the car it makes me you know Shake my booty. <laughs> Marjorie, that's how I called my car after this this song. Mm-hmm. Marjorie. Um, Evermore, obviously, is such a good song. 
And yeah, I think those are my favorite songs from Evermore. What about you? Oh, I would say No Body, No Crime because that was the first song that I listened to off of this album because, um, you know, I was a Swifty for a while in, you know, like I said, middle school, high school, and then I just stopped. Yeah. Um, no particular reason why. It's not that I, you know, stopped liking her music or anything. It was just... You know, not into it as much. Yeah, I started listening to other stuff, and that's why I started listening to like heavier things. So, like, I started going into my more like rock alternative phase, probably because I was heavily depressed. But <laughs> now that I'm, you know, medicated and a little less depressed, but I still enjoy those songs. I've been listening to like less angry music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, thanks to you, I got into her again, and so that was the first song that you recommended me to listen to, and mm-hmm. so I did. So. For that reason, it has a special place in my heart, and it's just such a good song. Such a good song. Such a good song. Okay, when we just got um, to the end of Taylor's discography for now, um, but I want to know, um, Ray, mm-hmm. what which re-recording do you think is going to be the next one? Um, I would say... I kind of hope it's reputation, honestly. Okay. Because I feel reputation. like for both of us, we're both going into our bad bitch era. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be, I mean, that's more of like my personal take on it. But for, you know, if we could pick which one could be next, I feel like that would be good. Yeah. But from Taylor's perspective, what I think she's going to release next is 1989. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what? I kind of hope that is also reputation. Like, I feel like I need it in my life, as you said. Like, mm-hmm. we're in that reputation era, both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I low key wanted to be Speak Now. I just love Speak Now mm. so much that I want that to be the one coming out. But I honestly would rather reputation because I want to, you know have that face with with her um mm-hmm. but in my opinion i think it's also gonna be 1989 yeah mm-hmm. i think it's she's gonna take take up on that because she already released wildest dreams taylor's version from the album mm-hmm. so i think that's is that's gonna be the next one yeah so, yeah well anyways we just got to the end of this episode thank you guys so much for listening to us fingerling um Ooh. about taylor <laughs> swift um, I really appreciate all of you that are listening and commenting and like, you know, we get DMs from all of you, um, mm-hmm. you know, talking about our podcast and, and I really appreciate it. So I wanted to take a little time to say that. Thank you. Um, and I want to say hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. Wait, you want to say bye? Yes. So, you know, thank you guys for listening, you know, and sticking with us, even though we haven't been, you know, consistent with everything, but you know, we are gonna get back on that and we're gonna start posting on our instagram account again and we're gonna start getting regular episodes again especially because summer is coming up and we are gonna have the best summer ever and we can't wait to share it with you guys and all the upcoming episodes and all kinds of fun exciting content so get ready for that and we will see you guys next time bye bye